Pog, Pog, Pog. Yo, very podcast. Uh, dude, I won't say the episode because this is like, okay, to me, I always mm-hmm. have an off the script episode. You know what I'm saying? Like, off the yeah, script that's fine. episodes are way more fun because, one, you know, like, usually I care about Twitch chat a lot, but this time, hey, I can be as base as I could. I can be as, you know, as vocal yeah. as I could be. I could just, like, talk shit to, like, whoever I... No, I'm kidding. I don't usually <laughs> do that. But, hey, what's up? Uh, By the way, if you're new to the Vera podcast, you know, you can listen to it to all social media po- not platforms of course but all audio platforms you know we're on spotify google play apple store and same way with our guest you know he's very talented music you know soon to be partnered twitch streamer uh, this, <laughs> yeah this, sure yeah, this, yeah 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 discounted twitchcon tickets uh yeah <laughs> no oh no 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 no, no 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 but yeah please welcome kubo music Let's go. Woo. You you What's can up, find guys? it on Spotify, you know, Google Play, Apple Store, every audio single platform, you know. And bonus points if you're subscribed to his Twitch channel, you know, twitch.tv slash Kubo Music. And as well as, dude, you can, you're can you a normie, you're on YouTube. Hey, there's mm-hmm. a YouTube stream too. So, you know. Yeah, is this going to be video too as well? I will try. Honestly, right. okay. If this this might be the very per, the very first video podcast that I'll try to upload, because okay, dude, like I don't know about you. I don't know about how you guys do it, because I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> to me, you know, I, I was like, you know what? So hear me out. Through through all the years of the podcast or podcasting, there's only two ways that I've done it. One mm-hmm. for pre-recorded stuff. Basically, what happens is they're, you know, boom, you know, boomer style, go to fucking Zoom, record the meeting, stop the meeting, and <laughs> then when it finishes, it downloads, you know, you get the video, yep. right? Yep. Or what I do now is, you know, I stream it and then I download basically, you know, the VOD and then boom. A little okay. editing here and there, but yeah. I mean, that's what I do, basically. No, I we basically, like, I just have a stream deck, and I just count it down from three, we hit record, and then afterwards, we don't hit record, and then I don't do any editing whatsoever. Like, I'm just too lazy. I'm just too lazy for that, or whatever. Yeah. So if we say anything dumb, it's out on the internet forever. But if this is going to be video, then a QR code is is right there. Right, 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 right there. There, there. there uh, on I think, yeah. Left. For Kubo <laughs> Music. Scanned. Yo, yeah. custom, actual, you know, and you get to see the dog. If, if, yeah, if yeah. And you get to see Zoe if uh, whenever she randomly appears, because this is usually my time where I, I chill out with her. But uh, I haven't been on the podcast in a while. Literally, I think the last I, I looked it up before uh, before I came back home. The last podcast I was on was episode 29. It was on March 7th. Yeah. At least that's when it was uploaded. So it's been a while. Yeah. So it's this one is off the script, but I'm treating it as 48. Okay. So, I mean, I got you for every 20 episodes. So that's fine with me. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But plus, I mean, yo, like last time, you know, we talked about, you know, we plan to like talk shit about everyone. I mean, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> we like everyone, you know, we love everyone on Twitch, especially women. Anyway, mm-hmm. bro, 
okay since you know there's a video and you know you know me usually if there's a video i just pretty much you know show show the people you know the face and the body of the person right mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. i mean how okay please Please first explain that you're not on cocaine to like everyone. Because <laughs> like well, that's I... everyone's first in insert, right? It's like right. dude, are you on cocaine? I haven't seen you in a while, man. Okay, so here so here's the thing too. First of all, on our episode, my camera didn't work. So we were using like an old profile picture from like I think like 2016 or something like that, right? I think for uh, some reason my camera was scuffed. So yeah. this is probably actually the first time people have actually seen me on video. Yeah, I think so of, too. Which is kind of funny, but yes, I'm not on cocaine. I'm not on. Uh, I'm not on uh, any performing enhancing drugs like other bodybuilders that are on Twitch. I won't name who, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so now it's like okay, now. Because riddle me this, right? And I'm mm -hmm. just really, like, interested about this. Mm -hmm. Bro, like, how has your weight loss journey been? It's like... Dude. I'm... I mean, <laughs> we we keep in touch, like, here and there. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm really curious about, like, your weight loss journey. Because, I mean, you know, yeah. all, all people, okay, some people have been, like, either morbidly obese or you know mm. overweight or even to, to a certain extent you know they're not overweight but they they cannot maintain their weight you know i mean it's right like they eat one piece of carne asada fries and for some reason <laughs> and they're just yeah they blow up like up. crazy yeah yeah it sucks um i mean i can just start from the beginning um so like long story short um it was probably actually like a month after i was on the last podcast so probably like in april Okay. Um, I'll I take inspiration from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I pretty much was. Uh, so, uh, so for background, first of all, I'm five seven, so I'm pretty short. But at the time, I was like two hundred and ten pounds, actually, uh -huh. uh, which was considered like morbidly obese. Actually, um, I basically couldn't walk like literally like half a mile, like a brisk half a mile walk, without feeling like exhausted. Mm. Um, essentially, in uh, eight, like April May, I had like. Uh, like a heart palpitation. So if you guys don't know what that means, it means when your heart skips a beat. So like your heart's supposed to be pumping like regularly like this or whatever. And, and I just had this thing where like my heart would stop for like maybe half a second and then continue pumping. Right. And that really scared me. Like it felt like I was having like, like I thought it was just really bad, like acid reflux to be honest. Yeah. Um. Or, but then it kept happening and it got to the point one day where it was happening maybe like once every hour. We're like, mm. so think of like every hour, like your heart just like skips a beat or double beats. So it'd be like beep, 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 boom, boom, like very quickly in succession. I was like, okay, this isn't normal. Um, so I went to the doctor and he'd been telling me for years to like lose weight or whatever. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, we ran some tests as well. Uh, NA healthcare is super expensive, by the way. We'll True. get into that in a second. That sucked. Uh, we ran some tests uh, and basically um, I found out that I've known about this for a while, but I have gout. So for people who don't know what gout is, essentially it means that your body can't process um, red meat uh, and mm. oils and like fats and stuff. But my type of gout actually derives from basically my gut, my, my small intestines and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. essentially what was happening was I was poisoning my body and I wasn't working out. And my doctor was like, okay, you can either lose the weight because you are morbidly obese or mm. you can take this medicine 
two times a day for the rest of your life and continue to eat the way that you're eating and living the lifestyle you 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 want. And I was uh. like, I was like, OK, I'm going to take the medication. Like, honestly, like 100 percent. I was like, I'm taking the medication. Right. Same. And uh, the NA healthcare system came back to me and was like, hey, so that's not covered under your insurance. Uh, that medication costs twelve hundred dollars a month. What the hell? Yeah. And so I kind of just saw it as a sign. I was like, I got to lose weight. Like, you know what I mean? It's either I pay $1,200 a month or I save $1,200 a month. Like, that's literally like the way I saw it. So um, we ran some more. Uh, we ran some more tests after that. And I pretty much found out that I'm allergic to a ton of stuff uh, beyond uh, just like red meat. I'm actually allergic to hops, which is in beer. It's what pe they make beer from. Yeah. Um, IPAs, pretty much everything. It, pretty much everything. I also found out that I'm allergic to a. Um, it's it's really scummy in what they do in America, but I found out I'm allergic to a preservative that's mm. in almost all fast food. But the kicker is, it's able to be listed under natural flavors in America because the natural flavor listing can have like up to 300 different things. Yeah, and I'm allergic to that as well, which was causing like the heart issues and like the not just the heart issues but also just the way my body was processing foods and it's on everything um it's basically an all fast food red meat it's in fast food bread to keep it preserved um it's really scummy and like i don't care if i lose a sponsor i'm never gonna get sponsored by them but like like for example chipotle they claim mm. like no preservatives right all organic guess what they put into it they put yeah. a ton of that preservative because it's considered a natural flavor yeah right so they can get away with it but guess what they put it on they put it on the vegetables because they have to preserve the vegetables. So actually, it's kind of funny, but the healthiest, quote unquote, fast food places like Subway, awful. It's on all the yeah. vegetables. It's on the bread. It's on the meat. It's on everything. Whereas a place like McDonald's only puts it on the meat and the bread. It's kind of it's kind of interesting how that works. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, long story short, I basically had to cut out all fast food, like hard stop, like all like any and all like fast food. Like I have. I, I still go here and there to fast food places. Um, I probably go about once a month now and get like a, like a number like a number one or something like that. Uh, yeah. I had to cut out all fast food. I had to cut out alcohol, uh, and then I just started working out. Um, it was a super slow process. Uh, I started off with literally walking, like literally walking like half a mile to a mile every day. Yeah. Um, and then from there it evolved to um buying an elliptical for my house so then i was walking a mile and then running a mile a day and then i bought weights for my house and then that evolved into a gym membership so currently it's um 7 a.m in the morning wake up start doing work while i'm doing work i go on a two mile walk i come back home i run for 30 minutes which equates to another two miles mm. then from there i go to the gym for 90 minutes then i repeat that whole process at night so literally the reason why we're recording this late and I'm in a tank top is because that's what I literally did is after dinner, I will then once again, two mile walk, 30 minute run, 90 minutes at the gym. Yeah. Um, and, and do that every single time. It's crazy. <laughs> Dude, like, so, cause to me, right. A lot of yeah. people don't understand this. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a story that I haven't told anyone. So, mm. uh, Basically, the preface of like this uh, story is that I don't own a car. It's okay. not. It's not because I don't want to own a car. It's because you know Asian parents. You, you know what I mean. It's like you don't necessarily need it, 
you don't have it like anything that you don't necessarily like <laughs> okay. eat, it's a luxury right that's interesting that's interesting like like just a background for me my parents were third generation japanese yeah. so for me we were pretty americanized yeah. so like i've been a i've been driving since like my dad would teach my dad taught me to drive at 13 yeah when over here a license is at 16 so (laughs) it's kind of that's that's interesting i didn't know that no because to me that happened too my my uncles taught me like how to drive around 11 Mm. legal age 16 as well in the philippines Mm. right so Mm. i was like bro like man i'm like car is just way too good having a car is actually (laughs) way too good you know yeah but then okay so the only way to go to like my workplace is either of the two things. One, it's either either you, you ride the transit, mm-hmm. and then you stop on a train stop, and then take a take a bus, and then have a 20, 20 to fifteen minute walk, right? Okay. Or you go to like the train station, and then hop on the the train, walk down. And then it's another like it's a 20, 20, 20 depend depending on how fast you are. But me, mm-hmm. I like take the leisure of like walking, of course, right? Right. So it's like a twenty minute walk. Okay. And then, dude, my office mates. I mean, I I like my office mates. I like my workmates. Like mm-hmm. you know, none of them watch the podcast, right? Not none of them watch okay. the podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay I, good. I, yeah, I I like them. You know. Okay. I I like them in work in work. Let's not talk about it. I'm yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. But all right, all right. So the reason I always say no to every single ride that they mm-hmm. offer me is because, bro, that twenty minute walk, you know, back and forth work or back and forth your home is mm-hmm. literally sometimes it could save a life. You, oh you yeah, know for I mean? sure. It's like a lot of people don't know this. It's like okay, I have a car, you know. I, I don't know how much it costs there in, you know, in California, but here in, you know, Vancouver, BC, it's like 200 per gallon. So it's like <laughs> Canadian, by the way. So basically yeah. like $2 USD. I, oh, dude, it's uh, gas prices around where I like. So I have a Tesla, luckily, yeah. so I'm, I'm all electric. But gas prices around me right now just hit $6.80 a gallon. Yeah. American. It's crazy. Yeah. So so it's like, is it too is it 200 per gallon? I for I forgot I forgot <laughs> honestly how, how much. But from what I know, it's like freaking, you know, like let's say gas price if I search now, right? Gas prices in Vancouver, it's like I don't know how you convert it. It's like 207 and 65 dollars uh What's CL? What? Cost know. per liter. Cost per liter. Oh. I think, I think that's pr- practically. How many liters are in a gallon? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Dude, I don't know, man. But anyway. Liters in a gallon? Thir- or, so it's it's about four liters to a gallon. Yeah. So how much how much is that? Times four, whatever the number you just said? Yeah, divided by four around that, that one. So it's like, bro, like gas prices. That's yeah, a lot, yeah. Gas prices are insane. Yeah, and then that—that's what other people don't know. And yeah, bro, like to me, right? Okay, first and foremost, you know, the the one office mate always drops somebody off, but to mm-hmm. me, to twenty minutes per walk, bro, that saves me oh, my. Good. You know, yeah. Even if like 
bro like you walk like fucking i i don't know like 20 like 15 minutes bro 15 15 20 minutes or walk dude that's good yeah no, no the- for sure um i'm a very hard like philosopher or, I, this is this maybe is like more bro science it's it's sciencey but it's also kind of bro sciencey or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah but essentially um walking is really really good for you because um the problem with cardio is because and cardio is still great for you you should i always recommend people to do cardio because it gets your oh, yeah. heart rate up and your heart is a very important muscle but the thing with uh, walking is, uh, or with cardio is intense cardio, I should say, like running, is that you're going to get hunger pains way more often and you're mm-hmm. going to feel way more exhausted and tired. Whereas with walking, it's less strenuous on the body. You're not going to get those hunger pains and you can basically do it like everywhere and you always need to do it everywhere. And it's been proven to mess with, I don't know if you know this already, but with your your net calories or your metabolism calories mm-hmm. instead of your exercise calories. So it basically helps your metabolism. Uh, process uh, burn calories more passively in the future, which is really, really good. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I always say there's a study that says, I don't know how true this is, but they say that you should try to get at least 10,000 steps, which is about four miles of walking a day. Yeah. Um, and that uh, walking four miles a day burns like anywhere between 400 to 600 calories. So it burns a meal, right? Yeah. So if you think about it, it's, it's really good. So yeah, keep that walking up, man. Yeah, because that way, I was like, bro, think about it this way, right? I mean, mm. I'm not saying, you know, fuck your health or anything. <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, I, just, I, you know, what's the cause of, like, walking around the city? Oh, yeah, Me, for sure. Water. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, I got... Water, to... Well, water and time, I guess, you you know, it depends. Yeah. It, water and time, really, yeah. Plus, dude, I... I always see you guys like eight hours. I don't. I don't need to see you. You know, for additional <laughs> like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and it's it's good to like just kind of touch grass too. I guess <laughs> right. Yeah, like like just to literally. Get, like just to get out or whatever. Like I'm not a. I I used to be very against like going to the gym. To be honest, like I did a lot of my working out at home. But I one I kind of outgrew my home gym. But then two, I think it's good to kind of just be around other people. Like even if you're not interacting or like talking to them or whatever, it's it's good to like oh I'm around people. Um, you know, just just being around other people and touching grass every once in a while is is probably a good thing. <laughs> no, so to me, right? So I used to go to a gym, right? And then mm. so it caused me like uh back in the day okay no offense but like it cost me like no no offense but you know you you have to also convert it so it's like Mm -hmm. 50 peso per like visit basically so basically that's one one dollar almost yeah just to like go into the gym right and then the the facility's okay i can take a shower afterwards you know right but dude like to to me right what essentially happens is I don't go to the gym if and when I don't see anyone. Like, mm, I see. So basically, it's like kind of a kind of a two-step like gym. So there's an actual gymnasium where you know people okay. play volleyball and like basketball. Yeah, yeah, basketball. Yeah. And then on like kind of like a stairway, there is mm. the, there's the gym basically okay yeah, yeah so yeah. you know you could lift weights you know treadmills pretty much everything right and mm-hmm. then to me i i find myself that i cannot 
seem to go to the gym if I don't have either some if and and this is if and when so mm. very conditional mm-hmm. if I don't see anyone like playing on like the gymnasium itself mm. or there's not an actual person in the gym interesting no because i i don't know why right yeah that's because usually for most people that's the opposite right like you'll like a lot of people want to go to the gym when like no one's there yeah everyone's alone everyone's alone they can get in or get out or especially like you'll go like i go at night too and it's not because like i want to avoid people it's like that's literally how my schedule works yeah and you know i i feel like the daytime crew and the nighttime crew at the gym is so much more different because like the daytime crew is just like these super ripped dudes like doing all this muscle and then like i feel like the nighttime crew i i talk to a lot more people at the nighttime crew but it's a lot of people who are like just started working out or maybe younger or yeah. like maybe quote unquote like insecure not saying that you are with that type of stuff but it's it's interesting that you don't want to go when there's no one there that's that's not that's very uncommon no because <laughs> like to me it's not necessarily like to socialize if anything, right yeah of course if anything i always have my AirPods on yeah, same. Yeah. Like, I don't talk to, like, people, you know, I have I have my dumbbells or, like, I'm lifting weights here, you know, like, go away or, or anything, right? Right. But, like, to, to me itself, it's, like, it's an actual, um, you can say copium or coping <laughs> mechanism, but huh. the moment yeah. that there's a lot of people that you can see, right, it's, like, Bro, it's like they're lifting. I need to lift too. You know. You oh know yeah, I, mean? the, I I get it. Yeah, like the motivation of like, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I, that makes sense actually. Yeah. Yeah. And Being then motivated to do it. And then not only that, but like when there's something at when there's someone at the gym, at least like you can see what they're doing. You know, mm. like maybe you could apply it, right? Right. Yeah. That's that's true. There's some things that other people don't know initially, right? Because right. And let's be honest here, right? And any healthcare, any any <laughs> culture, first visit is usually that you need to have a trainer. Usually, yeah. Yeah. On on a good basis, if you visit like or if you're new to the gym, you know they're they're gonna fill, make you fill up a questionnaire and then, you know, do you want to do we want to hire a trainer? And of course, like <laughs> yeah. the dummy you, you know, like first timer, of course you, you check. But like yeah. to me, sometimes there's a lot of other things that other people do wrong in oh, the yeah. gym. So I kind of wanted to like number one avoid it and then two maybe think of how it applies to me, right? So I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mean that's pretty much it i guess but mm. but nowadays you know cardio or walking rather it's it's the only thing that i have now <laughs> not okay I mean, that's fine it's it's some it's something right like at least in america like or whatever i think it was like only 15 or 20 percent of the population actually gets like the recommended like work uh workout time that they need or whatever yeah. and i think like we're at least in the states we're recommended to do like 150 minutes a week right which is like if you think about it that's like 30 minutes of cardio like four times four times a week and like most people don't hit that like only like 20 percent of the population hits that yeah so it's like cardio is good man (laughs) yeah and and then so the worst part too right Mm. because you go sometimes like of course like you want some people want to go to the gym but like to me you know i'm a little health conscious i'm not saying 
okay please anyone i'm not saying that you know i enter the gym i have glove you know i have gloves <laughs> just so you know it's like yeah, as we're sure. as we're both vaping by the way yeah just throwing that out there <laughs> just saying <laughs> you know but no no i get you but to me per se like i know some people who caught you know some symptoms here and there and mm -hmm. i was like i won't elaborate of course because you know i won't get into like the politics or like the root cause if it's real or not but long story short i i, I know some people that you know kind of yeah. like close the close the gym because for temporarily of course because right you know some someone caught the pokeball i guess <laughs> yeah, yeah. speaking of pokeball do you still play pokemon go just not for, at like, all bro not 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 at all unfortunately i haven't played um so i'm playing a game right now that you know that I'm playing, but I'm currently under NDA and I cannot discuss what that game is, but I have been the only game I have been playing is that said game. Mm. Um, all I can say about it is it's a it's it's a competitor to uh, Path of Exile. <laughs> there it is. That That's the only that's thing all. I can say about it. That's all I can talk. We can move on from that topic, but no, I've not been playing. I haven't played Pokemon Go like in probably. I don't know a while like probably the last time you saw me stream it was like the last time i played it um because they totally changed everything with the game and they like basically the long story short is beyond like incense and beyond like being able to play at home mm -hmm. they actually nerfed spawn rates across the board in general when you're out and about walking now um because they in my opinion, they just want to kind of make back money that they probably lost, maybe lost during yeah. uh, the pandemic or whatever. But then they added new items into the game that like are, are, are cash grab. So essentially what they did was they nerfed spawn rates. So Pokemon don't spawn as much. And then mm. on top of that, they they limited the pool of what Pokemon can spawn around you. Bro, right? Because they have this thing called seasons. So it's called like the season of change. So it's like now, like in summer, there's certain Pokemon that you can only get during summer or during fall. There's only certain Pokemon you get in fall. And then they just introduced like, uh, I think about a few months back, a new incense uh -huh. that increases the spawn rates. But then also you can get Pokemon outside of your season. Is this, does it reminds me of and that, recently, like a lot of uh -huh. like, pay to progress games nowadays yeah and they even like that incense is like two or three times more than a normal incense so, like a normal incense will bring you back to what the spawn rate was like pre-covid or whatever not as good as what it was when you played at home mm. and then this one's like twice as much and it's like so it's just, it's just really i i really don't like it because it's like basically you go to like a water biome or you go to the beach and you'll see the same like five Pokemon and you're not seeing them as often. And if you want something else out of that, it's like, well, you can wait until December yeah. when ice Pokemon show up more, or you can pay for this incense and ice Pokemon will start showing up more. And it, it, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's really lame. Yeah. And then even, even the event is like, yo, there's, there's a shiny, well, whatever. It's like, do I really care about this? Yeah. The the other thing they they did too, which was really really lame, is they nerfed remote raid passes. So the remote raid passes are still in the game. So for people who don't play Pokemon Go, it's basically like you can join a raid 
from like the comfort of your own home, but they changed it so that the person who starts the raid has to physically be there. Right. Like you can't start a raid from home like so you can join off and then at when you join off on a raid with the remote raid pass, you do 75 percent less damage. Your Pokemon are like nerfed 75 percent. So like it's trying to incur like they say it's trying to encourage you to like actually physically go outside and use it. But if you can't, you can still join the raid if there's enough people or like that can join. But it's like i'll i've done it like i did it like a few times with some friends and we literally had a max party of like 20 people and we barely beat like a five star and we were all remote raid except like one person how how, <laughs> how does this game even work it's like yeah all the all the nerf is like i don't know man like because to me what encourages games nowadays or games that i w would like to play of course is that I'm able to play with people across the board, right? So yeah. let's say, for example, for sure. like Apex. Like, so I mean, that's kind of like the only game I mm. casually play with friends. I would say. So basically, you know, I get I get to be with somebody or play with somebody from, let's say, New Mexico, right? Yeah. And that another person is, you know, for some reason. He's from Australia and he wants to play with 200 thing. Sure. But like, <laughs> bro, if you nerf that yeah. one and like game, what damage do, does this? Yeah. Imagine. Do? Yeah. Imagine if you like queued with your friend from Australia and New Mexico and they do 75% less damage all of a sudden. Yeah. And like, like the only way is like if they're like near you or in the same country as you like, that's just so like weird and backwards, you know? Yeah. It's like the most annoying thing you could always ever done. And this like my rant about like games it's not necessarily like there's no games to play but it becomes less boring the more and more cash grab it is so yeah even even like okay i know some people will hate me about this but like genshin impact right okay but like literally you can spend like five, you know i know somebody who spent like five six digits on it just to get the like five star jobs that's crazy yeah. yeah, it's like, bro, it's like, I don't even have that money, and I spend <laughs> it on, like, fucking Genshin Impact? Man, yeah. it's like, bro, like, to be honest, so recently, right? I mean, games are for games, you know, like, we all have games to play. The only thing recently that I don't necessarily like is how developers, I don't know, it's either they've become lazy... Or they've become, in a nutshell, like, more for the pay-to-progress section. It's I, I mean, it's just, too. it's just money, yeah. Like, people just want to, like, make money. Like, um, and it, it's crazy. To, it's money, and then also, like, developer development costs for a mobile game is way less, you know, it's way cheaper than, yeah. you know, a console game or a PC game. And everyone has a phone, mm -hmm. right? Um, I mean... This is kind of relevant, but like everyone crapped on Diablo Immortal, including me. But did you hear how much it made? It made a hundred. It made a hundred million in two months. Bro, hundred yeah. million. Hundred million in sixty days. Imagine. And, pe and people crapped on the game. And the you know how much it cost to develop that game? About four million. About four to five million dollars. Like they they made the return on investment within like day two of the game when everyone was crapping on it. Bro, like. How? 
how insane was it? It's like, you know, imagine <laughs> like this kinds of like people literally, you know, like the cheaper the game is, they could actually explore some of it. And then it's yeah. like, I, I don't know. It's like, you, you could say that it's quote unquote capitalism, but like, dude, if there's a game to play and people like it, they would spend money on it. You know, oh, yeah. you don't have to, like, for instance, Pokemon Go, right? People will play it because they like it. Let's be honest. Right. right. And then if some places have their own fan base, clubs, or like Reddit, Discords, I don't know. Right, whole groups. communities, yeah. Yeah. But then it's like, now it's like you feel that you're forced to play now because you're stuck on it. And then even so, because you're stuck on it, you have to spend money on it. Yeah. Time, there's like a, a sink a, what is it called sunk cost fallacy or whatever basically yep. like you spent so much time on it that you feel obligated there's also it's also like a psychological thing too it's very interesting but basically um there's a reason why stuff like free free samples work right yep. like when a restaurant stands outside and they offer you free food you kind of feel most people there's a small percentage of people who will feel obligated to go to that restaurant again in the future or even right then and there to buy it. Like when it comes to free to play games, I've heard this like so many times, but when with free to play games, like you, you start playing it, you play through the whole game, you beat it. I think Genshin impact was a smart like move to be honest. Genshin Agreed. impact was one of those games. I didn't spend a dime on that game. I beat the whole game, like the storyline or whatever. And then once I was done, I invested what 30 hours into the game. And then it was like, Oh, I have to pay to progress. I, I didn't, I ended up not paying to progress, <laughs> but um, there's, you know, there's a, there's a logic there that people will start feeling bad almost because they're like, I haven't spent any money on this game. I'm um, like, I, I kind of owe it to the developers or I owe it to, to spend a little bit. So I'll spend two to $3 here or $4 here or $5 here. And, and people will uh, justify that. Uh, uh, funny that you're mentioning microtransactions. I have a friend, I'm not going to mention him by name, but he literally budgets his entertainment budget on with microtransactions. Wow. Like he, he sets aside about 300, $400 a month to microtransactions in Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact, um, Clash of Clans, stuff like that. And when I ask him, like, why that's such a waste of money, his his rationale with it was really interesting. But he's like, if I stay home and spend $30 on Diablo Immortal, that's as much as like a movie, right? Going okay. to the movie theater, buying popcorn, buying a soda, that's like 30 bucks. But that's only two hours of enter entertainment. But with Genshin, I'll get way more entertainment that night. Or if I go out to a bar or go out to a club, that's like 150 bucks, 200 bucks. I'm spending like every weekend. Like I'm technically saving money by spending 200, you know, 100 bucks or 50 bucks on Genshin Impact every week or something like that. It's very interesting. People's like trying like logic, like trying to jump through that logical hoop, right? Of like, yeah. no, I'm going to I'm going to keep paying for this. <laughs> like, It's not that bad. You know what I mean? It's just interesting to see people's like trying to rationalize that to me when it's like, Maybe I'm just a boomer at 31, but like, I don't know. I, I remember when games were 60 bucks and it was 60 bucks. And then maybe yeah. every once in a while you pay 30 bucks for an expansion and get yeah. a whole full experience, you know, but that's just me. I mean, that's, I guess, what it is on like, let's say um, DLCs, right? So let's yeah. say, for example, so nowadays, uh, I don't know, you rarely can't like see a full price game. It's like mm -hmm. they're they're more they're more a little bit. I don't know the pr the price in USD, of course, 
but like you know in canadian it's like around 35 ish or like 30 dollars ish that you know you could buy a decent game like you know stray let's say for example which is kind of like running let's say running for like game of the year i guess you know sure but, yeah i've seen people play it didn't it didn't seem interesting to me but yeah <laughs> yeah I, I mean i don't necessarily like story games that's just me because story games are like meh but you know you do you right anyway right so with stray it's like a 35 30 you know i think 25 dollars usd for it and then some people actually enjoyed to create content right but mm-hmm. the thing is at least you know people because my rationale about buying games is bro as long as it's not like full price by full price mm-hmm. it's like either of the two discounted or right. free then i want then th- those are the only games i play interesting yeah, I mean, I think you and I are part of a very rare breed of people, to be honest. Um, the thing that a lot of my friends have started to do is like subscription based stuff. Oh. So a lot of my friends got the like Xbox Gamer Pass, which okay. is like 20 bucks a month and you get as many games as you want. Sure. And their justification for it is they can play as many single player games that they want. They can play as long as they want. And they, you know, they're technically saving money, right? Because Hey, I'm paying 15, 20 bucks. Look, I got Stray. I got Red Dead Redemption. I got this game. I got this game. Like I'm saving 200 bucks on games Mm -hmm. because I'm paying 20 bucks a month or something like that. Right. So I think subscription based stuff is like is like huge. Like, I think that's going to be the next wave or whatever. You know, some people Mm -hmm. justify that like a lot or whatever. But no, yeah, it's I'm the same boat. I don't usually play a game if it's free, if it's free. Or super cheap, like it's mostly indie games I'll play nowadays, right? Because those are usually ten bucks, fifteen bucks, and they're just as enjoyable and usually better developers who care. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Basic. For first, actually, in a in a while, mm-hmm. basic. Blizzard's best thing that they ever come out is not WoW. Mm. It's actually the subscription-based plans that they have for WoW. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, okay, you could play like one month. Sure, you won't feel guilty on it. But for people that are actually like hooked on the game, they'll yeah. actually continue to like milk it out, you know, to mm-hmm. the, the actual fullest. And, bro, like, I think that's like around $10, $15 a month that you have to like spend money on it yeah it's about 15 yeah so just imagine right so imagine like how much the player base is and how much people spend money on it that's why unironically that's one of like blizzard's best creations is like the subscription based you know system of wow and and you're still paying for the expansion that comes out every two years which is an additional 40 bucks Mm -hmm. right um and then also a thing that like was actually huge, at least for me, um, a, a lot of uh, a lot of microtransactions, at least for WoW, it actually went to like server changes and race changes, mm-hmm. right? Because they would nerf a class or something like that, like the rogue, and then maybe undead was like, oh, undead's not good. Let's all change to orc now. A, a server or a race change is ten bucks. Yeah, just just a change to your race order, but. 
Also, another kind of base take for me. You you know what the new subscription model is now? Not yet. Battle passes. Yeah. So battle battle passes are. I think it was Fortnite or Apex. I forgot which one. But they said they make most of their money from when a new season drops, and that's a battle pass. Like the battle pass is only ten bucks or fifteen. Some of them are fifteen bucks now. But if you think about it, that's just a WoW subscription. Right. If, if if the battle, I think it was Diablo Immortal or some other game like I think it was Diablo Immortal had a battle pass that only lasted 30 days and it was 12 bucks. Yeah. So you're essentially subscribing for twelve dollars a month. Uh, it's totally optional, but you're going to feel left out if you don't get it. And then it's going to reset at the end of the month. And then also it's going to make you feel obligated to play because you're paying for stuff that technically you've unlocked, but you now need to play the game to unlock, which and is then going to tempt and you progress. So you feel a sense of reward. And when you're playing more, what's going to happen? You're going to be tempted to spend more money. Yeah. Right. So like battle passes are the new like subscription model. Every game has them, I feel like nowadays, too. And people will like instantly buy it. It's kind of crazy. And I think it was like only. I think 40 percent of players actually can complete the full battle pass. Yeah. So and then interesting. That's how people get hooked now. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, I can play my free game. Right, mm-hmm. and if I really want, like, you know, the cosmetics aspect or something that's like a reward in the whole bundle, right? And then it's like, yo, so I just need like somewhere across like one, you know, like let's say ninety points, you know, to mm-hmm. one, and then I should just like play the game, blah 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 blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and then you got to like let's say ninety. And then you don't notice you're actually addicted to it. Yeah. So it's actually crazy. Yeah, I think it was like on average to complete a battle pass or something in certain games. It's like you need to spend at least two to three hours a day. Yeah. Like playing the game. If you don't want to pay for like any of the like, you know, you can pay for upgrade tiers and stuff like that. Right. So it's like they just want people to continue to play their game and like milk it. But yeah, battle passes are the new like subscription like service or whatever just wrapped up into like a better package or whatever which is crazy yeah and like so basically the you know that's how i segue to like the topic of mine that Mm. i have okay so the reason why also dating apps get you know (laughs) like those kinds of like money is because Hey, do you want to boost your profile or yep. like you want to like have like 10 times more matches? Hey, yeah. yo, like you subscribe now for a month for like, and dude, this is offers <laughs> just for you. you know? 50% beans are yeah. off. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Kind of before we start this topic too, I actually so was at, I was at a mixer event for not that mixer, by the way, but a, a mixer event where I met some developers for coffee meets bagel. Uh, oh, and, and they, it was kind of interesting, but they were basically talking about the Coffee Meets Bagel or any of these dating apps as if it was a video game. But one of the things is, you know, obviously, who is the product on dating apps? It's it's people, right? Yeah. It's 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 uh, single people who who are looking for love. And one of the things they said um, was that the first week they were at Coffee Meets Bagel, they essentially were told always make sure that the user feels or asks the question what if and when they expanded on that and what that meant was that basically like say you match with someone 
who's uh-huh. like, in your opinion, like a six out of 10. Right. And they have a decent job and you go on a date and you like them. They want you to feel the sense of like, well, what if I can get a seven out of 10? What if I can get someone who's more prettier? What if I can get someone who has a better job? What Is if there I can get any someone... 10 out of 10 here? You yeah, know? exactly. Exactly. And they want you to keep using the app and keep spending money to find a better person so that no one is ever satisfied because they don't want like like spoiler alert, but like they don't want you to quit the app. <laughs> they don't yeah. want you to uninstall it. Right. So they always want to give like this option. Like, what if there's something better? What if I can spend my time like more on this app to like progress, quote unquote, more? It, it was very interesting talking to them because they were just talking about it like a video game like a micro like or any type of video game or, or microtransaction heavy video game like what if i spend more money what if i find like someone better it's very interesting yeah because a lot of it is like built recently you know you want to boost your profile you know like it's <laughs> yeah. really built on like microtransactions nowadays because mm-hmm. i mean on mine right it's like you know you swap immediately it's like you know, swipe left. You know, based just based on what, preference. Okay. Okay. If I can ask, what uh, what app are what app or apps are you on? Like, what are you using right now? So, this is just recently. So, <coughs> so recently, mm-hmm. there's Hinge. Okay. Coffee meets bagel. Right. Unironically, Bumble. Just because you're, you're using all of these is what you're saying right now. Yeah. Or you're just okay. 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 Yeah, I, I use all this three without, you know, it's like my three preference preferences, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm in dire need, maybe Christian Mengel, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. The, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, basically those four. You should go on uh, East Meets West. Have you heard of that one? No, not yet. Uh, that That one is for, like, basically people with yellow fever. But it's literally like East meets West, like, right, like East, like Asia versus like America. And you like I signed up for it as a joke. All I got matched with were like weebs. Wait, for like, real? Yeah, it's like Amer- it's like American girls who are like, Kawaii Desu, blah, blah, blah. You're Japanese. Oh, my gosh. Like, Konnichiwa. And I'm like, I don't speak Asian <laughs> at all. Like, I'm pretty Americanized. It was so funny. But like, I got matched with like literally just like cosplay girl, like girls going to like anime con or like, you know what I mean? That type of stuff. Or it's like you know, uh, uh, you know, Caucasian males trying to, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? The white devils or whatever you want to call it <laughs> yeah. the meme or whatever, trying to find like an Asian girl. It's so funny. Yeah, that one's it's like one's trying funny. to find the next baby or so. Yeah, 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 I yeah, ex- yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're just trying to find like a new, the new snuffy. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, to me, right? Like, yeah, I don't pay for the apps, obviously. Right. Right. I, I, I used to, but. I just didn't have like the sense of like, yeah, but you know, mm. it it's not really you know everything yeah. before me is like not really my type, you know. Or I don't I don't know, but like my non-negotiable is so I'll be honest. Okay, if any person, mm. if any person has like anything that that's along the lines of traveling or hiking <laughs> or outdoors is fine. Okay. I'll, right. I'll explain why, but like if anything has like out, I mean, traveling and hiking, I immediately swipe left. 
Yeah, that's everyone, by the way. I, yeah. I feel like everyone because of COVID. That's what I honestly think that's what it is. It's like everyone was locked up for like two years. So I feel everyone like wants to travel now. Like everyone wants to like kind of like see the world or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? That That's my opinion. But I, no, I swipe left on that stuff like all the time. Uh, to be honest, I, I was on hinge and coffee meets bagel mm. um i did pay for it for like a little bit like the premium one and i did notice that like the quality of matches definitely like improved okay like um at least like physically like what i'm attracted to but then i kind of just stopped using them like about i don't know a couple months ago at this point just because i just didn't want to get red pilled <laughs> i didn't want to yeah. become andrew tate <laughs> basically yeah. but it's just like it's super like i don't know it's just super rough out there that that, that was my opinion on it i i just kind of stopped using it for like a multitude of reasons or whatever but um uh, a, a lot of it had to do with like i went on a few dates with like some people and i was like and it was like they the amount of matches they got compared to me was like crazy yeah like it's like freaking fighting like a IRL like battle royale. Like there was one girl and she was like, oh, how many matches have you gotten? And this is very early on. This is like a month or two into it. And I was like, oh, I've gotten maybe like 60 or 70 matches. And like how many how many have you gotten? And she's like, I've never swiped right on this. Or she's like, I never swiped right on this app. And I have over like 3000. Like she Whoa. said, she got like 200 matches. And I was like, oh, so how did you choose me? Like I was curious, right? Like, oh, we're on a date right now. Like, how did you choose me? She's like, I literally went like this, scrolled, saw your picture, clicked it, thought you were interesting, took a chance. What and then, the hell? right? Like, because how, how, like, like, how, like, imagine if you, she was literally saying she got about two, 100 to 200 matches a day. Like, how do you filter through that? Like, there's no, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. just, it's impossible for like a girl to filter through it. And then the other reason why, uh, and then even then, uh, it was like, most of the girls that I was going on dates with were going on like three to four dates at the same time. So it's yeah. like, it's, it, it was also like, Oh, so cool. I'm like in top four right now is what you're telling me. And then like a lot of times it would just end. Cause they're like, Hey, I think you're interesting, but you know, I'm going to, I'm actually seeing someone from seeing someone right now. if like from the app and I'm yeah. like, okay. And I just kind of like, I don't know, kind of over it right now. Yeah. Taking a, taking a mental break. It's like, as I, I don't know. It's like, usually people would say it's like collect and select right but in right. dating apps it's like select collect and then filter and then select you, you know yep. what i mean there's like the i i don't know man it's like more more stages than my filter my water filter at home <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 crazy and then like just even talking to them or like even just initiating the first conversation is like super hard it's very clear because like i'll talk to some people and then they'll just like uh -huh. kind of stop talking and i'm like oh i just got pushed to the bottom probably of their inbox you know what i mean yeah so it's like it's it's rough out there man for sure the yeah. it, it's funny too because i don't know if it's I want to say it's because i went back to the gym and i have more self-confidence in myself um in general but i've been basically talking to random strangers more and like small talking with people more. Yeah. But most of my successful relationships I've been in in the last like seven to eight months have been from people that I've met outside of the apps. Yeah. It's either just random friends I've met or just people at the gym or people I go to and frequent or whatever and just kind of talk and like get to know them. And then it's, it's way more casual and it's like way less pressured. It's like, Hey, do you want to, when do you get off work? Do you want to go get like a cup of coffee or something? They're like, oh yeah, sure. I get off at this time. Like, I would love to know more about you rather than how you, you know, than our small interactions. Like, cool. Um, 
you know that that they've been way more successful through that through like a dating app it's just been like i've just i have so many horror stories of like weirdos from dating apps or whatever yeah it's like okay so the reason why that that's exactly one of the reasons why i don't or i immediately swiped left on the hiking slash (laughs) traveling number Mm. one bro it's literally one of the most expensive shit yeah like how okay so you burn gas on the high <laughs> and then right. after burning gas you know like you climb let's say a mountain and then when you get on the mountain you rest and then you eat and then now you have to go down and then you go, have to go back with the car so basically on those like just five steps alone mm-hmm. right okay given given you've enjoyed the freaking you know the the scene, the sceneries, or like whatever. Yeah. Sure. The only thing that I don't like is that on those five things we could do it on a city, but you don't have to tire me out so much. You right. know what I mean? And then yeah. the other thing is that aside from it being expensive, there's sometimes too many expectations, I guess. Cause okay. yeah. Cause what if okay, it's like for example, right? You, you want to climb, let's say, just for example, for like just, you know, everyone's interest. It's like Mount Everest. Just <laughs> again, just for example, right? Mm-hmm, I'm, not, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not saying everyone wants to go to. No, the, no. Yeah, Nepal. for sure. But dude, it's like, but I've already climbed Mount Everest, man. It's like, <laughs> it's like, what do you do now? It's like, what? what yeah, yeah. No, I know? get you. I'm also like, I'm a, so here's the thing with me is like, um, I sweat like crazy, even with like a brisk run or like a brisk walk or whatever. So there's no shot I would go on like a hiking date or something like that, like yeah. for my first date or something like that, because I'm going to be drenched in sweat. It's going to be like super gross. I, I will say this, though. Maybe this will change your mind. But the problem with dating apps, too, is like because of like limited characters and stuff like that, you can't really like explain fully like who you are as a person. Okay. And I have I have like. Um, gone on dates with girls who are like, I love traveling. I love hiking, whatever. Right. And then when I kind of like push them on that, they're not really that into it. Like they are like, they're like, oh yeah, I like going on vacation like once a year, but like, or like, oh yeah, I, I like hiking. Like maybe like every couple of months, but like they have to be so generic and they mm. can't put in their bios. Like, oh, I love going. I love traveling. I like going about once a year. And I was like, oh, I, it makes sense. Like I met this girl who's like, I love traveling. I've been to like, 12 countries blah 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 and i was like you know what screw it she matched with me uh let, let's just give it a try and i was like talking to her about it, and she's like oh yeah i've been to like 12 countries in like 12 years and like oh so it's just like a, a yearly vacation because she had like a full-time job and stuff like that she saves yeah. up for it and stuff that makes sense so i don't know that's just my thing maybe you want to match with those type maybe you know open your horizons and maybe match with someone or whatever because i feel like a lot of it is just like Let's be real here. Like in my bio, it says that like as a joke too, kind of, but it's like, what's one thing that's interesting? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a SoundCloud producer. Like I say uh, that in my bio as like a joke or whatever. And then they like, you know, but it's like realistic, like you and I talk a lot off stream about the music. It's like, realistically, yeah. I'm not doing like that much, but then like people maybe see that and they're like, oh my gosh, he has like a full setup at his house. He's like really into music. He's always jamming. It's like, yeah. no, I'm just doing it a couple hours a day. Like, you know what I mean? So that's the, that's the problem too with dating apps is that, you know, I think it i don't know there a lot of assumptions are made about the other person without actually like genuinely getting to know the person right yeah that's the issue i mean i 
I just put that I was a video, you know, I like video games, so yeah. everyone, everyone might think, hey, uh, you might actually like be one of like League of Legends players that you know, like, oh so yeah, toxic, or or like yeah, you probably are that Valorant player that's like you know, oh, <laughs> well, bit too edgy. So it was it was interesting because I went on a date with the girl, and we probably went on like about three or four dates, and in my bio or. In my bio too, it it says that like uh, it's like one of the tags is like you know video games or something. So I just put it down there, and uh, yeah. we were talking, and she was like, you know, one of the things I'm kind of concerned with with you is that uh, you know, I actually don't like. You said that you like video games. I usually instantly swipe on like video games, like people who like video games. I was like, oh why? And she's like, I I uh, my last boyfriend would like basically ditch me to play video games. And Whoa. like apparently he was part of like a raid group for Final Fantasy. What the hell? And so he it, he would be like you know it would he would like go on a date with her, cut the date short because it's like oh it's almost three p.m. I need to go raid in Final Fantasy for like two or three hours. So her perception of like all video gamers were all gamers were like that. And it wasn't until I explained to her like well I do it more of a social hobby. Um, I yeah. usually do it at night. Like I told her like do you watch Netflix? She was like yeah I love Netflix. I'm like okay so like you probably watch like one or two hours of Netflix a night, right? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, you probably have shows that you like, but other your exes didn't or other people don't like, right? And she's like, yeah. It's like, that's the same thing with video games. Like if you're watching like a Netflix show for a couple hours, I might be playing a game for like a couple of hours. And that's just kind of like our me time, right? Like away from each other. But it's not something where like I would prioritize it like super hardcore, but she still wasn't like comfortable with that. She wanted someone like no video games at all because it just like, discouraged her or whatever so it's kind of just like another example of just like people that ha are having like those assumptions you know on dating apps just, i mean because of past experiences right that's just how life is i mean some of it it's like okay hear me out so mm. i'm not saying the first date has to be you know like a game or something it's right. just like you know my pastime i'm kind of like the way I describe myself is a flexible potato. By yeah, the way. you know that's good, probably. Yeah. So I mean, you could drag me outside. You know, we can eat outside, but you can never pull me out to go to on a hike. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, boat boats. It's fine. You know, going. You know, going for walks. I'm fine with it. But anything that has like mountains or like going to another country on a backpack, no, I don't think so. Right, so, yeah. Give me like the all expenses paid, like, like hotel in the Bahamas. I'm in, right? Yeah, like, but don't give me like I'm living in a hostel for three weeks backpacking across Europe. Yeah. <laughs> like, it won't go to Cancun right now. Let's go. You yeah. Know? Like, I mean, it it's not the type of thing, right? But mm. also, I mean, that's also, I mean kind of like a life outside of twitch that i kind of also want to bridge right because yeah. i mean so my streaming hours recently is like around 9 30 to like 12 30 at most okay even depends on the day i could stretch it like for four hours mm. you know just for like you know 30 minutes of ads you know a little bit of that ad revenue <laughs> yeah really need it you know yeah, 55 it's, it's august to... baby we get 55 percent more or something right yeah they keep telling me i was like uh you know you have a 55 percent bonus oh yeah i'll play five minutes of ads even but yeah i'm like 
I'm also one to bridge the gap between, you know, me IRL and then me as a personality per se, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people think that, you know, once you're a Twitch personality or I mean, by personality, you know, I'm not saying saying that you're partnered or anything. It just so happens that, you know, you're streaming on Twitch and you have a personality. So Twitch mm-hmm. personality. Anyway, so the way I would think about these things is that, yes, I need to also like touch grass, go somewhere else. Agree. Right. But there are times that, you know, I have like my weekly I won't say cola because I only stream like three, four days a week and then usually two, three hours. So mm-hmm. sure. But like the moment that I felt, you know, a little bit like comfortable with it, it's like, bro, like you just have, you know, a little bit of a time that you need to go through to just, you know, like not necessarily like disassociate myself on Twitch, which I'm kind of trying in a sense. I'm not saying I'm quitting streaming anytime soon. Maybe. <laughs> right. But it's another form of in- income, of course. You know, like, I mean, if I could get 100 per month, that's like 100, you know, 1200 bucks that I could get outside Easy. of Twitch. Yeah. And that's extra investment. So I'll be like $1,200 richer at the end of the day, at the end of the year. So, hey, you know, Easy. But, but I'm also trying to bridge the gap because, you know, maybe I should, you know, go to an island or like, you know, maybe <laughs> right. a little bit touch of grass, right? That's why, yeah. you know, doing dating apps is maybe a little bit of like how you, I bridge it. I don't know, personally. But, yeah, so, I have a question for you. Yeah, Would you sure. ever date a Twitch streamer? And and what I mean by that is somebody who is full time stream like she is full time streaming like it could be she's a gamer it could be that she's a just chatting person but like would you ever date someone who is a full time content creator whether it be TikTok YouTube Twitch or or anything like that what's your what's your take on that I'm interested I'm I have an interesting answer yeah privately well. privately yes. Okay. But like I won't say that we're together on stream. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. Number one, hey, four more simps. I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting okay. okay. <laughs> hey, get that bag, baby. Get that yeah. bag, you know, like yeah, just say you don't have a you. you don't have a boyfriend, you know, farm car, <laughs> farm all par social Andes, do dating shows on your stream. Hey, yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. Go go for it, right? But the moment something i guess like slips out of the public is where i'm kind of uncomfortable because yeah, i get you so let's say for example right you publicly announce like hey you know what you know one year together with you you know hashtag national girlfriends day or something <laughs> like that right? which every you know obviously everyone did on like Twitter, you know, regardless of yeah. how cool or how cringe it is it, for some people. Also, side note about that, it was very interesting to see which streamers posted that on their main mm-hmm. Twitter and what streamers posted that on their alt Twitter. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of content creators posted that on their alt Twitter, their their boyfriends or girlfriends or significant others or whatever, you know, it's very interesting to see that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> okay, this one on her main, okay, salute. Okay, mm-hmm. like you can do it on your main, 
go for it. Do it on a, on your alt. Uh, I mean, get that back, but hey, pussy. You know, come on. Come on <laughs> yeah, exactly, come on. exactly. Anyway, so the reason I don't want it to be like public is personally, I'm kind of a private person myself. Whatever right. I put on stream is, I would say, a little bit of a 60-40 of a personality and then me. Right, of right? course. That's that's everyone who streams or who's like a decent streamer, yeah. Yeah, you put a little bit of the personality and you put a little bit of you, you know. Mm -hmm. Pretty much it, right? The problem I'm avoiding is that, you know, I don't want I don't want any like twit longers of saying, Hey, uh me and Frank uh broke up, you know. Still, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's still a very good friend, but please don't direct any hate towards him. You know, like right. to me itself, it causes or poses like some form of like an issue where mm. hey, like obviously, you know, I mean I like you, you like me, that's why we're dating. But right. like the the moment it goes out out of the public, of course, the even the micro, you know, even you know, let's say you know, for anyone who likes cars, right? Mm -hmm. And then just for example, you have an Audi RS8. Mm -hmm. Just for example, right? You really love your RS8, right? But the moment you see like you know a scratch on it, it's like you panic immediately, right? Yeah, and some. And also, if you're a Tesla owner and you scratch, you know, the nose part of like your Tesla, which is around the sensor, you know, that's like the one of the most sensitive parts of, of like the Tesla. Yeah. Which is yeah. good luck. Anyway. Yeah. Tip for tips for Tesla owners, by the way. <laughs> but dude, like it goes to like a literal microscope of your relationship. So I get you. Yeah. I get I don't. I don't want people to say, hey, uh, Frank, why is Frank acting like this? Or, like, why are you saying this to, like, Frank? You know, you know what I'm saying? Anyway. Yeah, you don't want stands and parasocial Andes, which are, like, super weird. I mean, I'll say this is, like, I've had friends who have dated content creators or whatever, and the only time that they made things, like, really public is when the relationship got really serious. So they, it was one of those things where it was never confirmed, it was never denied. But yep. they only confirmed it once, like they got engaged, which I, I think is like that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? At that at that point, it's like and they just kind of said, like, hey, just let you guys know I'm engaged now or, um, you know, or they didn't even mention. it. I think someone who's like really interesting in this space is I don't know if you watch Moon Moon a lot. Yep. But um, like recently, I guess within the last year, he started wearing like a wedding ring. And mm. like his his fans noticed that he's like he had a wedding ring. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm married. I've been married for or since I've had the wedding ring on. And that was it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he didn't really make a big deal about it. Um, but he's very, he's a very private person. Apparently he, like when he meets other content creators or streamers, he meets them at least like four or five times before he even invites them to his house. Yeah. Like it's very, it's very interesting, but no, I, I, I get it. I, I'm, I'm kind of the same way too. Like I'm a very, like nowadays I'm a very like private person and pretty guarded in that sense. So I don't know if I would want to, like date a content creator or streamer. And I will, I will end that statement by saying again, because I have dated a content creator yeah. <laughs> slash streamer. I don't know if, I don't know if you know who it is. I don't know if we ever talked about this, uh, but I will never confirm or deny anything. <laughs> Got it. But I, I, I did date someone who 
was is was pretty was pretty popular and still is i guess uh like three years ago two or three years ago but uh it didn't work out more so because of their lifestyle (laughs) i guess is the way you could say streamers are very unorganized they're very messy people Mm -hmm. they're very busy they have very degenerate hours and so if you are not cool with that it's not going to work out now would you now the other side of the question is would you let you know a normal how not normal person what it's like (laughs) a person who's unknown to like twitch or like anything of content matters be dating you yeah for sure yeah i i I personally like don't i mean i don't count myself as a streamer anymore really first of all but it's like i'm still doing the podcast i'm still doing like the music stuff or whatever but all that is pretty passive or whatever i i wouldn't for for my lifestyle as of right now i i wouldn't I don't mind or whatever. Like my whole thing with dating in general is like, I really want someone who respects my hobbies. They don't necessarily have to love my hobbies and they don't have to necessarily want to do my hobbies as well. I think that's like weird. So like spoiler alert, I actually don't want like a gamer girl. (laughs) Right. But I wouldn't mind. I, but as long as they can like respect my hobbies and are like, okay with it, I'm perfectly okay with like dating a normie or whatever. Yeah. That's my whole thing. Because to me, right, up up until recently, I was like, yo, like video games? Okay, what video games do you play? It's like, you know, kind mm. of like an, you know, an epal.gg, but like, you know, <laughs> a dating app, I guess. You know, spoiler right. alert, some people are looking for e-dates on epal.gg, so, hey. Yeah, you know. hey, get that bag, <laughs> right. I guess, or whatever, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you have ePal, you know, you're you're e-dating and you're earning money. Is that still, like, a thing, by the way? Is that still, like, a big thing? Or is that kind of, like, died? Okay, hear me out. So, it's not, like, an actual, actual big thing, but I Mm. want to try it. Like, just a stream thing where, you know, I do a podcast with them. And then, you know, <laughs> you know, because but I, I mean, mean, like, yeah, no, that's interesting. No, I just remember like what, like a year or two ago or whatever. It felt like everyone was like renting like e-girls from like epal.gg or whatever it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like I haven't really heard much about it like since really. Is that still like something that like content creators are doing or whatever and still like memeing it and still doing that? Or is it not really? Is it just kind of like dead? Nowadays, it's kind of died down okay it's it's more okay i've seen this trend that other people have transferred to other platforms you Mm. know may it be you know one that has fans on the on like the first name or or the last name rather or the two other platforms that has like fan on their mm. fir- on their first syllables of their yeah website. like you would say like there's only that in that name yeah only that got or it <laughs> that, got it yeah that lee or that house you, yeah you know? i mean yeah yeah feel ya, feel ya. i mean that's how i i mean i i said this so many times right but like in order to grow a platform you need to have a little bit of like the parasocial side of it yeah just to a certain extent there's 
you know, you have to sell parasocial Andy, you know, to parasocial yeah. Andys. That's why people who are, you know, either on like, you know, a uh, you know, date or like, you know, kick this date, kick this date or revive this date or like date mm-hmm. date me or something or even, you know, the hot tub people that says, uh, I you know, they just like uh, I you know they they've said more I love you to you than the person you're dating <laughs> on their dating I mean, app. This is a this is like a tale as old as time, right? Like, there's a reason why TMZ is popular. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why tabloids are popular. Like, mm-hmm. those were the original like parasocial relationships. Like, there's tons of normies who like are obsessed with like, you know, like I have a friend. She's like obsessed with like Doja Cat. Like, she's yeah. just absolutely obsessed, follows all her Instagram posts, comments on every one, has the notifications on for it. And she's a total normie. But it's like, yeah, it's just with content creation and Twitch, it's just become more easily accessible to become obsessed, obsessed with someone easier and yeah. as well as someone who's smaller, too, which can cause some pretty big issues yeah. uh, in this space as well. But yeah. yeah, I I mean, I've seen some big issues on smaller communities like that. But oh, hey, for sure. Yeah all for you but yeah i mean mm-hmm. for that one right because they i mean back to them like now the question is would you actually date someone who is who is on those sites i personally wouldn't i wouldn't feel comfortable with that yeah. um i i i for me like maybe it's just like i'm old school or whatever but that stuff like that type of stuff like i've never been super into and I always get flack from this from like my other friends, but I've never been really into like hookup culture either. Like I yeah. very rarely like will hook up with like a girl any beyond like maybe like making out or something like that. Okay. Um, I just find it like very like a very intimate and very like private thing or whatever. And I just wouldn't feel comfortable with them like sharing that part of themselves, I guess is the best way to put it. Even if it was something like lingerie or like like sexually provocative stuff because like i've seen the flip side of everything with my old jobs it's like i know what guys are doing like it it doesn't matter you know what i mean so like personally like no i wouldn't want to date someone who who is into that or whatever or does that as their line of work but i don't fault them for doing that type of work just it's just not for me i agree yeah because to a certain extent also right and I, I'll give this illustrations to like some people already, but I'll repeat it again. <clears throat> so imagine this, right? You have like a person who's into like those uh those sites. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is let's say there's a rose and then they give one petal of the rose to each and person that they interact to mm-hmm. on those sites. And then they give you the rose, and you see that it's only like two, or it has only yeah. like two or like one pedal left. Would you right. actually like appreciate that? Because you know, I mean, if if they're married, hey, all for you. You you know what I mean? Let's mm-hmm. less taxes. But honestly, exactly. <laughs> good good luck on finding them, because like, I mean, although Twitch sells the you know sex sells on pretty much all platforms. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. But back to like the last topic that I guess we planned. Mm. So TwitchCon tickets. Yeah. They won $129. Yeah. They've gone up, haven't they? Three days is $200. (sighs) 
199. Three day plus plus party is 229. Yeah. Have, <laughs> so have you ever have you ever uh have you ever been to uh TwitchCon before? No, and I might not to. I might opt out to, even if I right. got partnered. Right. So I've been to I want to say three of them okay. or whatever. Um, I'll say this one. The party, the parties that we went to were cool experiences, but it was only if you were with obviously like with a group of people. They are fun. I don't know if they were wor they're worth the pricing. Mm. The first party that we went to was in this was in San when it was the first time it was in San Diego and that was pretty fun. It was at uh, it was in a baseball stadium like you actually went on the field and stuff like that. Uh, they had like Steve Aoki and uh, T-Pain and like Darude and a couple other people. It was, a, it was cool because it felt like a real concert. The mm. second party was in Long Beach or whatever. And since it was more near October, they rented out the whole like Queen Mary Harbor, like horror themed like uh, park. So it's like one of those things where like you're in your you get to walk through the Queen Mary and then like people get to scare you and stuff okay. like that. It's like one of those like haunted houses things. Thing is, you still have to pay for alcohol. Mm. You still have to pay for like everything. And it's literally you're just paying for like the entry fee to get into them or whatever. Mm. Um, I've said it before and it's kind of a meme, but it's kind of more true now. I probably won't ever go to I. I don't think I'll ever go to TwitchCon unless I am partnered or whatever, um, just because I've never experienced that. It's not more of like, oh, partners get more perks. The The partners don't really get that more perks. But also, I feel like Twitch has just changed so much since COVID. Okay. Like, I, I just can't. And the I'll say this. The Twitch cons that I went to before were way more fun because they had an age limit. Actually, a lot of people don't know this. But at the time, you had to be 18 or older. You couldn't even be accompanied. Like, you couldn't. I, I, don't, I don't even know if they allowed you to be accompanied by an adult. Like, I, I just remember going and seeing, like, like maybe there'd be a baby or something, like a four-year-old kid. But, like, I never saw any kids. And now, in that limit is now, I think you have to be at least, like, 13, 14 without a guardian. So, juicers? So, like, I'm yep, here. so juicers, <laughs> Aiden, Aiden Ross fans, um, Minecraft stands, like, all those type of people are going to be there. Like, that's that just sounds like such, like, not a fun experience. And, and I will say this. Um... If you have a community of people like in a discord or something, maybe around a streamer or just in general, like Twitch friends, like I would go like if like I would go if like you and other people went as well, because I would be cool to meet you guys like IRL. Yep. But the con I don't know your experience with like other conventions, but the convention floor sucks. Um, every time I've gone, it's literally been like GoPro will be there like blue snowball Mike will be there, whatever that company is blue or whatever. Elgato will be on the, the floor and they're just trying to sell you products. And then the panels themselves are just usually really stupid. In my opinion, it's like the panels will be like um, IRL uh, IRL streamers, best mic setups for this, how to start your Twitch stream, all, all stuff panels that are just useless. I think I, I didn't even ever go to, I never went to like one panel. Mm. Um, so for the price of it, you're really going for like a meet and greet or you're really going for the meet and greet type of stuff. Yeah. And you're not going for the panels. You're not going to go for the floor. Like I can, I'm sorry for anyone who like thinks otherwise, the probably the best part about the floor is the artist alley or like the merch alley. Those places are pretty dope, but you're not going to go for like a majority of that. 
and the meet and greet stuff. I haven't gone for a very long time, but from what um, uh, Pixel, my co-host, has said, it's gotten a lot worse. Um, meet and greets are designated to an hour. And he said that he had to show up about an hour before you wouldn't be able to make it in. <laughs> yeah, because nowadays, right? So it just got it's just gotten too big. Twitch has gotten too big. Yeah, that's the first thing that I'm thinking. It's like Twitch is a little too big now. So I don't know if San Diego could actually like really hold it. And oh, then... no, San Diego can hold it because it holds Comic-Con and Comic-Con's the biggest. Con Comic-Con has. 300,000 people at it. It could hold it, but uh, yeah, they're not going to rent out the whole thing. I know that. Yeah, because the other thing is currently there are no health measures. So mm. factor illness into your travel plans when you return yeah. home. Yeah, so, no, yeah, for sure. And to anyone that's been on a convention, it's always either of the two things. One, you might actually be sick when you when you you know before mm -hmm. the convention itself two you don't know sometimes who you shake hands with where <laughs> their hands actually came from whether it's from their yep. butt or they have actual <laughs> sneeze or something like that yeah gamer know? stereotypes are real people yeah. um did yeah. you did you hear about like a couple years ago or no it was in a couple years ago the first twitchcon i went to they gave us they gave everyone like in a like a, a goodie bag okay yeah. And in the goodie bag was literally soap and deodorant. Bro, I'm not even I'm not even kidding. Like we got so much of it. It was so funny. But I'm like, please use that if you go. Please, anyone who goes, please just yeah, do that. Because I always have deal on. Like I can't leave the house without deal on. Whatever yeah. it is. I I mean, no offense, but like even dude, if you don't or if you can't find like men deal, even use women deal. They actually yeah. smell good. No cap. I mean, yeah, deodorant and cologne, guys. I'm, I'm, yeah. I've been harping on this for a year, a year plus now. Please just do it. Yeah, cologne. Okay, not perfume. Cologne. There's an actual difference. Fucking. Yeah. This is a jam-packed section, and and use a perfume. One, there's a lot of people don't know this, but there's a lot of scent-conscious people in the world. But mm. especially number two, <laughs> oil base mixed with your sweat. Yeah. It's very dance game. Yeah. It's super dance, dance game. game. It's like yeah. I've seen a lot of people like, you know, they had BO or initially in the morning, right? They had like their certain perfume that I smell and that they come back to work. They still smell it like it. But then you add the factor of, you know, all yeah. the sweat and what they ate. It's like, bro, come on, man. Like, it, it, Yeah, it's also because they probably have a cheap de or deodorant, plus they have a cheap cologne or slash perfume, and yep. those are more susceptible to that or whatever. Um, And then, you know, the cheaper the cologne, cheaper clones only last like two to three hours anyway, so just keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, pro, pro tip, I have a, uh, I have a bottle of semi-cheap cologne that's in my car, so that when I, you know, unexpectedly have to go to a meeting or I have to go out hang out with friends, at least I can like freshen up very quickly, you know? Or even powder. Yeah. You know, you know powder helps. Because yeah. if you're already oh, yeah, sweaty, for sure. you just rub it in and then put it in your body. Boom. It's yeah. done. Um, I, I will say back to like the TwitchCon, uh, TwitchCon topic or whatever. Sure. I really do miss the days of when TwitchCon was like really like way smaller as well. Um, Kind of like wild to think about. But like the last TwitchCon that like I went to personally was like before Fortnite happened. So there was less of a blow up. But like 
just thinking about that and thinking of like pixel or other people have told me like they waited like you know it's basically like waiting an hour then the meetup starts then another hour to meet someone for like five or ten minutes but like i remember like the like one of the first the first twitchcon that i went to um it was there was like no line for example for pokimane like literally she had an hour and the line was like no people and it was like we just like i just like walked up there and i was able to like chat with her for like fifth like a good like 10 to 15 minutes and just kind of like talk but nowadays i feel it's like picture go picture go same thing happened with this guy's toast his line was maybe 15 minutes 20 minutes tops of a wait or whatever i can't imagine like waiting and 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 greeting like a streamer just to like get a quick picture or whatever Mm -hmm. i will say that if you do decide to go to San Diego, I would highly recommend it. Um, San Diego is like a great city. I know a ton of. Uh, so here's the thing. I'm not mm-hmm. planning to buy a TwitchCon ticket, but I most likely will go to TwitchCon in the sense that I won't buy a ticket, but I'll go to San Diego. So I'm about an I'm about an hour drive away from San Diego. OK. And I have friends there, but the beach is there. The San Diego Zoo is there. Um, the convention center is right outside or it's right at the end of something called the gas uh, gas lamp district which is pretty cool at night and the reason why it's called that is because they have old school lamps from like the 1940s which are literally powered by like natural gas nice Uh, and there's tons of bars tons of breweries tons of clubs tons of stuff to do there so i would say if you are going to go to twitchcon depending on who you go with i i went last year when it was in san diego or the last time that was going to be in san diego I, i i went for two days I literally did ne- never step foot in the convention. I he- I headed out because it's the weekend on a Friday night, Saturday night, and just went to house parties yeah. <laughs> or hotel parties and like met up with people. Um, but I-, I do think that TwitchCon is just, it's getting so big. I don't know if you've ever been to VidCon or seen anything about VidCon. Not yet. So VidCon is the YouTube version of TwitchCon, essentially. Um, it's pretty close to my house. It's about a 20 to 30 minute Uber ride. Mm-hmm. but um, it, it's wild how big it's gone. But basically they have a list of featured content creators and all of them have security. Basically nice. you won't see them walking around the show floor. I know last year um, or last TwitchCon they had security for some of the big streamers as well. So that's kind of like taken away. Like a lot of stuff too is like it was when we went or whatever, it was like interesting to just kind of like see Tim the Tapman like walking around or like see Dr. Disrespect kind of walking around TwitchCon and just like taking pictures of the people doing stuff. Whereas like last year they had security around them who like just pushed through everyone. You couldn't stop them. Right. Did he promote but, Gillette? Okay. Yeah. 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 Actually at the time he actually was promoting Gillette, which is kind of funny, <laughs> but um, with VidCon, it's gotten so big. All content creators over like a million subs, like 500,000 subs have security. So you can't talk to them. You can't hang out with them uh, or, or even chat with them. But then also um, there it's gotten so crazy. There is a raffle system in place for meet and greets. Wow. And I think that is crazy. So because so my daughter wanted to maybe go to VidCon. It didn't work out that the days are super weird. It's like during the week, like before school gets out, which is super weird, too. But um, it basically basically after you purchase your ticket, your ticket comes with five meet and greet raffle tickets, which you then can enter to meet five content creators. And you might get chosen to be at the meet and greet. And if you win, it tells you a specific time to show up on this line, prove that you won the raffle, then you can go to the meet and greet and greet these people. If not, go see them at a panel. Basically is what's happening. I feel like that's what's probably going to happen at TwitchCon. It, it just, it's it just, it's not sustainable with the way like they're doing these meet and greets, you yeah. know? 
Um, I had friends who like showed up to like a meet and greet at let's say 6 p.m. It's from the meet and greets are from like usually 6 to 7 p.m. And they got to they got three people before uh, before the meet and greet ended and they just closed the line because people are just lining up like hours beforehand to meet people. So I don't know Um, when it comes to the the covid stuff or whatever. My my take on it is uh, I I'm kind of surprised, to be honest, um, that people are so mad about. um, uh, Okay, I should say this beforehand. Get vaccinated. Do your diligence, do your due diligence on all this type of stuff. Wear a mask if you, you know, if you if you're feeling that concerned or whatever, Um, at least in my county right now, we don't have a mask requirement. We don't have a vaccination like mandate to go to anywhere, to be honest. Um, So it's a little bit different where I am. I know other counties in California are a little bit more like you still have to wear a mask indoors and stuff. It's been optional for basically like a year where I'm where I'm living at or whatever. Agree. My whole take on the mask mandate thing is I'm just very surprised. And this might be like a controversial like base take. I don't know. The listeners can decide. But um, anime convention, I believe, didn't have a mask mandate and didn't have a vaccination mandate and I didn't hear nearly as much flack from them. Uh, San Diego comic con, I believe had a mask mandate, but not a vaccination mandate. So I feel like a like TwitchCon is just kind of pulling from what other conventions have been doing for the last year since conventions opened, uh-huh. which is just like, you don't need to have a mask on. You don't have to be vaccinated or whatever. So, you know, if you, if you don't like those rules, I would say just don't go. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if you do go, know the risk that you might be taking with going that that's that's my whole opinion on it i i don't i'm not really that upset or like angry that they're like oh this is you know you you we don't require vaccines or we don't require masks because i'm kind of used to that nowadays in california but i can see why maybe people from other parts of the world are like kind of upset and like face palming about it but it is it is interesting that they they got so much flack from it because bigger conventions have done the same thing for the last year and no one said anything. Yeah. And then it's like, yo, why is Twitch not doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you like Twitch do better. But the problem is it's like, if Twitch is copying something from like other com- conventions and other conventions didn't get a flag, why did Twitch have this one? So, just maybe a different audience. So I don't know, man. It is what it is yeah. at the end of the day. Uh, you know, I always say get man, get like vaccinated, do all, you know, wear your masks or whatever. But at the same time, like, I, I don't know. It's on the, I'm mostly on the responsibility. It's the responsibility of people to do it or whatever. Should Twitch probably mandate it? I don't know. Um, Probably. But if you don't want, if you don't like it, don't go. And to be honest, Regardless, don't go. I, I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> like a hundred percent. All the out of all the conventions I've been to, I really don't think it's. I really don't think it's worth it. That's just my opinion. Yeah, because I've heard several people from like people who came from like Twitch Amsterdam. It's like, yo, I was like, anything ha- happened good? It's like, yeah, nothing really. Just hang out with the homies and then a couple of meet and greets with other people. And like, yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's basically like all the interesting things happen outside of TwitchCon and yeah. don't actually happen like in the convention. And that's what I mean, too, is like I've gone to E3. I've gone to like BlizzCon, for example, uh, and it's like, oh, cool. I get to like demo Blizzard's new games 
oh, cool. I get to like sit on a panel with like Blizzard devs and they kind of get to explain like their process with Overwatch 2 or give a sneak peek on Diablo 4 or like whatever. Like, oh, this is really cool. And then you go to TwitchCon and it's like the panels are like, you know, I don't care. You know yeah. what I mean? It, uh, it's like women in gaming, Asians in gaming. Um, here's the best microphone setup, how to get started on Twitch, how to build an audience on Twitch. And then all the booths are like just products, yeah. mics, soundboards, stuff like that. Yeah. If there was more like meet and greets for like some people, that would be better. Honestly. Oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah. um, the the one thing I'm sad that they got rid of, because mm -hmm. I would have gone actually this year if they did it, but they're not doing it this year is they they did this on all the other Twitch cons and they're not doing it this year was they had a booth where you could talk to Twitch staff. Ah, uh. and you can like ask them and like ask them questions and stuff like that pertaining to your stream or your content. And so my plan was I was going to bring a resume with all my music streams stats yeah. and then ask them why I'm not partnered yet. Yeah. And like ask a Twitch staff directly, more of like a joke or whatever. But like, they're not doing that this year. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> man, Twitch... you can't you can't confront them. Twitch staff, man. Oh, dude, hopefully there's a booth for that because I have a lot of some of my questions for them. You know, mm. and why did Doctor Disrespect get? <laughs> it's like, nah, I'm kidding. Yeah, but yeah, like, exactly. Like... That's the one question we need to know. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, that's pretty much it for the podcast. Uh, dude, thanks for being on. Uh, yeah. Any last words? Um, go check out No Content Podcast. It's a podcast that uh, my buddy Pixel and I have done for the last almost three years. Uh, kind of a meme, kind of not. We're, but we're on episode, I think, 158. We may be ending it at episode 200. So we'll see for that um yeah. if this is on video scan the qr code it links to all of my uh music stuff um it is actually this qr code is actually going to stop working in about a month we're building out a, a website just for the music it's no longer going to be a link tree mm. um go follow the music stream if you want to twitch.tv slash kubo music we also have two other music streams as well we have twitch.tv slash kubo anime radio which just plays like EDM and rock. And then we have another channel we just launched, uh, twitch.tv slash Kubo Lo-Fi Radio, uh, which just plays lo-fi. So the main Kubo music channel still plays all genres. But uh, go check it out. It's uh, DMCA free, and uh, you can use it for any of your uh, your content creation needs. But uh, yeah, other than that, shouts out to you. It's good to catch up. It's good to hang out. And yeah. Glad the podcast is still going for sure. Yeah, I know you. I know behind the scenes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's always there's always drama behind the scenes when it comes to podcasting, right? That's that's the life we live. It's always the hard hard thing, right? You could easily like pull out episode one, mm. but when you're on like episode forties to like upwards, it's getting harder and harder to pull off. So and and you know it, I know it, so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just keep changing the for just keep changing the format. We we just recently changed the format of our podcast or whatever, and I think it's been like a breath of fresh air, to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. also twitter.com slash kubobeats1 if you need to you know follow mm -hmm. anyone on Twitter, please do sure. so. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, thanks for being here again, dude. I appreciate it. And yeah, Anytime, you guys man. have a good one. Peace out. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Bye bye bye. Later.